This is an interview with Villains on Sunday, May 22nd, 2022 by Nick Perkel. Can you each fill me in on how your year was since the last time we spoke? We had a pretty good year. Um, we're starting to perform again, which has been totally awesome. Unfortunately, we did catch COVID, so that kind of sucked. But aside from that, um, we're kind of like getting back in the zone with our performing again, which is fantastic. Have you studied or come into contact with any new writing or recording techniques since then? But I would say we're probably um, trying to go a little bit back to basics. We're, we're, we're doing some things now where we're uh, a little bit more back to doing things uh, entirely self-produced, just meaning uh, really building tracks from the ground all the way to finish. So a little bit like sort of rededicating ourselves to uh, some of the basics of how we like to do things. Now, did you... Um take that idea from anyone you really respect or was it just like hey you know i'm gonna cut out the middleman and just say you know what i'm doing almost everything myself well i guess the song that we're releasing soon um it kind of lent us producing it ourselves whereas some of the stuff like the last thing that we talked to you about was the power ep that was it was it was a good thing for us to be able to work with a drummer and um to get that mixed by somebody else it just felt like the right thing to do for that particular ep but yeah it was kind of like based on the song this time around we were like all right we're gonna do this ourselves when you're listening to music are you more of a headphones person or a person that appreciates a room of speakers approach to enjoying your tunes i i guess it's sort of been uh when we're listening to the stuff that we're working on, we're, we're listening uh, mostly in the room with studio monitors and pretty loud. And for me as a, a music fan, I grew up uh, liking to hear things, you know, on speakers and all that. But, um, but sometimes listening to new things on headphones is cool too. Yeah, and I like listening on like a wide range of things too. Like sometimes I'll just listen on my laptop speakers just to hear like how, you know, any person would be, you know, clicking on our music and hearing it for the first time. So I kind of like to listen on a wide range of things. But like if I'm really going at it, oh man, like cranking up those speakers, that's the way to go. <laughs> okay, now when it comes to the pop music in the past year, what production endears your heart the most and what attracts you to it? I would say that the last year might be a little might be a little bit too short to say that um, anything really jumped out at us. I would say like in the last couple of years, um, I really dug um, and dig uh, some of the production on some of Idol stuff, like on uh, yeah, some some of their, um, their their new records maybe less poppy than uh, than Ultramano, the one before, but um, I, I was digging some of that stuff. How often do you get a chance to speak to other musicians about their studios and songwriting techniques? I would say that most of the other musicians and producers and stuff that I talk music with, we probably don't talk too much about um, specific techniques or gear or this and that. It's, it's a little more, I would say, like a philosophy, like people's just like overall attitude towards music. We don't get too deep into specifics of what people are using or, or how they're working, but just sort of talking about music in general and approach in general. You have a new single, Bodies, that really makes me think of dream pop. Almost kind of makes me feel like seeing a trippy version of the Alice in Wonderland story. By the way, what was your favorite adaption of that story? We were talking about uh, recently, we 
we went on a bit of a Tom Petty kick and uh, we're talking about the Don't Come Around Here No More video. That which, video is awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a really awesome video. And, uh, you know, it's really campy and everything, but uh, sort of plays on uh, the Alice in Wonderland story. And it sets off really cool. You know, it's not a film, and maybe not a true adaptation, but we're, we watched that recently, and that was really rad. Yeah. I see. With me... Uh, Love that song, too. It's uh, a great, yeah. it's a killer song. I don't know. With me, I always feel like the Disney version was my favorite, but um, the, the live-action stuff with, uh, I guess, um, Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter is good, too, but I don't know. I just love the animated one the best, just because, I don't know, it brings sure. me back to my childhood. No. Totally. Now, that was like another one that came to mind. Yeah, that was like a big part of my childhood, just seeing that on TV. <laughs> now, what did you use to develop the track? Perhaps layering the different parts of it? Or, or how, how did the stages of it grow? So with uh, a song like Bodies, that this goes a little bit to like sort of our approach and some of what we're doing in production now. That song really uh, started out very rhythmic so we sort of we started that a while ago and we had sort of a a pretty uh a hip-hop beat that had some pretty strong accents to it it was a little bit off time to people who write beats it's like almost like a dj premiere thing it's like a little it's a little out and so the thing started with this this beat that was very like sort of mpc style beat that was a little bit out very busy and funky but like a little bit off and then that and like a, a organ part and then we and the hook. And, well, yeah. no, no, no. I'm saying but we had that oh, right, and then the hook. Yeah, right. And and so for a for a while, the song really existed as sort of this very moody church organ hook with a with a beat with a pretty hard beat, a little bit off the uh, off the grid and like a triplets going against it. Then over time, that's where it came to. Then uh, we simplified it in some ways and also made it much deeper and dreamier in some other ways. Right. We also performed it live a lot. So I think that had a pretty big influence over what it became from what it was. Um, But the hook always stayed kind of the same. right? And maybe the song, maybe the, the, record of it maybe is a little dreamier than it has been live. So it's like, it's true. Built built more of that into it. Fill me in on the different instruments used to compose the track. Okay, so we were saying it's it started with a programmed beat and uh, organ and, and some stuff like that and sub bass and uh, so it started more like that kind of thing. We wrote a lot about, but then after we played it live a lot, uh, the song developed a whole other layer with guitars and other counter melodies and so so in the track. There's a lot uh, there's a lot of layers to it. There's a lot of beat itself. We simplified with a sort of played in still programmed but sort of played in beat. With you know using the electric kit and all that, um, uh, it's a lot going on. There's like sub basses and, and churchy sounds, and and definitely there's some dream poppy stuff that we like to do, and uh, choir so it, it, it's, Yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot in there. There's a lot of vocal tracks in there too. Like yeah, it's like it's pretty stacked. Yeah, and in the, and in the choices that we had to make in order to fit what the song became live the song sort of gained like a sort of arc live and it sort of has a crescendo and to get all that in we traded some of the we simplified the beat mm-hmm. and really and that really helps so that means yeah. all really inside sort of geeked out stuff but yeah <laughs> it's a lot of like the process getting it to feel like at least what we think feels like a record right now do you have a personal style or tendency on how you create new compositions we are 
we're still digging into our villains archives and we are we have not been in uh writing mode in quite a long time we're we're producing a lot of our tracks that we that are unreleased right now but yeah we haven't really been writing so we're excited to get to that point again but we are not there right now <laughs> and i would say if anything if, if we're doing any noodling or anything it's definitely more in the piano and guitar range but really trying not to start new tracks and like write like that because that can you know be sort of can, when you're trying to work on a, you might noodle around or you know that kind of stuff not getting into writing up new beats and tracks and all that right now in the past year what has been the most exciting and inspirational album or song that you heard personally i still only like newer stuff that i'm fanning is, is i i'm still uh enjoying idols I like some stuff on the new record, the wheel stuff that's really cool. And then, but we also listen to a lot of classic music, um, just sort of all different kinds of, we tend to spend more time listening to classic stuff than current stuff, I think. Absolutely. And like, yeah, I mean, really nerding out about vocal styles and vocal technique. Um, so I've just been listening to like a lot of good singers. Like I've just, right now, I'm just really into listening to Whitney Houston. I mean. Who isn't? But I don't know. I've just been listening to singers with really awesome vocal technique. So, are you familiar with the concept of the Akashic Records? And do you think there's like a personal one for writers and musicians in which they can access all their composed work throughout like the different times and lifetimes? So, can you explain a little bit what Akashic Records are? Okay, <laughs> it's kind of like the idea of like. I guess maybe it's a little bit of like kind of like an Eastern religion type thing where like you have like different lifetimes. Like let's say, you know, in the 20th and 21st century, you're Jessica, but like maybe 80 or 100 years ago, you were a different person and so on. And maybe you had the same personality, but you lived through different lifetimes. And you, maybe you were an artist back then, maybe you were a painter or something like that. And just like thinking about like, maybe you wrote a novel, maybe you were like a newspaper columnist or something like that. Um, it, it's kind of like that idea. I would appreciate if that- It's like past lives, would, yeah. And future, so yeah. like times of flat circle. It would be yeah. great if you could hear your finished mixes of things that from the future <laughs> <laughs> or have the session folder for your future mixes. That would be helpful. But, no, the, the idea that, that things that you sort of have a precognitive sense of things or that things that are new can feel familiar, that's certainly true in music, that you can be making something and it can feel familiar in some right. way. Which Or you have a song idea that you think of, like, in your own space, and then suddenly a month later somebody comes out with a song and you're like, oh, I... I have that similar idea. Something well, like that. Like that's some, happened some to thing, us before. Some things are like in the collective consciousness, or some yeah. things are uh, an appropriate response to what's going on. So sometimes you might have an idea, and then somebody else has an idea at the same time because it's. Well, that's true. Yeah, but like I'm saying, songs like we've written, you know, that were like totally, we were not thinking about anything except for. Well, people might be inspired by the same. Yeah. Stuff yeah. subconsciously. Yeah. 
I think I might have been like a fish in my past life. Uh, clearly, we haven't put a lot of thought into this thing, but you've given us a long <laughs> yeah. underachieving yeah. that we haven't perceived yeah. our futures yet. But we're, we're good. next time we talk to you, we're hopefully we'll have visited our future and have. We have the mix. Yeah, <laughs> we have the hit record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Along with some lottery numbers. That'd, that'd yeah, that'd be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Now, hey, it's possible. <laughs> would you like to go back to any questions? Uh, no, I think that, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Final words. Well, definitely listen to our new single called Bodies coming out on Friday, June 3rd. Um, that's going to be out on like Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all the places. So go ahead and just like check that out. Um, and we are villains, V-I-L-L-I-N-S. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. And um, is there like a dedicated website to get like um, physical copies of your merch and all that? And also, yeah, when is the next mm -hmm. live show you got? Yeah, yeah. So we have um, a Bandcamp. So we're villains.bandcamp.com. And we have like a whole merch store up there. You get CDs, T-shirts, you know, the whole thing. Um, and our next, we have two shows coming up actually real soon. Um, we have one on the 27th, a uh, pop culture convention in Philadelphia um, called Thy Geekdom Con. And then on June 1st, we're going to be at Arlene's Grocery with Jin uh, War, um, Semi Auto Band, and uh, our friend's band, Silvertooth Cactus. This has been an interview with Villains on May 22nd, 2022, by Nick Perkel.